The story I'm going to read is called What a Way to Be, and my name is Irene Hannigan. My name is Jan, she said as she gazed around the table at the gathered group of aspiring poets. And I've always wanted to write a poem. I decided that at the age of 93, it was about time that I tried. She never mentioned that she was a prolific author of young adult and children's books and had even written two books of humorous and poignant essays about being old when she was in her 80s. When she called me a couple of days before our next class to ask for a ride, I was happy to help her out. I live close by. Now, before you say yes so fast, Jan said, you need to know that I don't move very quickly. My hands don't always do what I want them to do. And on top of that, I come with a walker. It doesn't bother me, I said. I'm retired. I'm not in a rush anymore. What I didn't admit was that after a little sleuthing on the Internet, I discovered she had written The Hungry Thing, a book I had enjoyed reading to my second graders when I was a teacher. How could I resist the opportunity to get to know the author and perhaps have a chance to talk with her about writing? I was an avid writer, and poetry was a new genre for me, too. When I arrived in the lobby of her building on that cold day in January, she spotted me immediately. She waved her hand in the air, shook her head, and yelled out, You see, I warned you, I can't even zip up this friggin' jacket. What's wrong with it? Can you do it for me? I tried not to smile as I zipped up her jacket before heading out to my car. While she situated herself in the front seat, I wrestled her walker into the back. I took a peek over her shoulder to be sure she was buckled in. We were off to our poetry class. I'll bet I'm the oldest person you know, she stated as we drove. She happened to be right. A few days later, when I asked if I could visit her, she remarked, Why in the world would you want to hang around with an old lady like me? I told her I happened to have a few good friends who were in their 80s and hoped that might satisfy her. Did Jan think I was too young to be her friend? As if there were an age requirement for friendship? Perhaps at her age, she had all the friends she either needed or wanted. It does take time and energy to make a new friend. But in the end, it didn't take us very long at all. Jan and I often told each other that we met at exactly the right time in our lives. As she was learning to navigate the new terrain of assisted living, I was entering my own land of retirement without a map to guide me. While I was initially attracted to Jan because she was a writer, the more time I spent with her, the louder a voice inside me said, what a way to be. In addition to our weekly poetry group meetings, which eventually met in her studio apartment, I visited Jan at least one other time pretty much every week. I enjoyed learning about how she was spending her days. While reading and writing were the only two pastimes we shared, she loved hearing about the drawing courses I was taking, the writing workshops I was offering, and the piano lessons I had just begun. As I responded to her questions, I realized how productive my days were and how much I was continuing to learn and grow. Whenever I arrived at her apartment, I would find her sitting at her weathered wooden desk in front of a refurbished desktop computer that had an oversized monitor to accommodate her failing eyesight. Somehow, even with neuropathy, she was able to find her way around the keyboard with its faded letters and temperamental keys.
In one corner of the desk, there was always a vase overflowing with fresh flowers that her daughter Anne replenished every few days when she visited. Oh, Irene, I'm so glad to see you, was always Jan's greeting. How about a cup of tea? Oh, Irene, I'm so glad to see you, was always Jan's greeting. How about a cup of tea? I filled her electric pot with water, pressed down the lever, and put my jacket on top of her motorized scooter, which she parked right inside the door and had affectionately named Joey. In addition to our afternoon tea parties, Jan also kept a huge bottle of scotch on hand, which she offered me on many a Friday afternoon, provided I would pour. She much preferred our conversations, as well as the camaraderie of her poetry group friends, to any of the activities and social events arranged for the residents. Why would I want to join everyone for drinks, she asked me one afternoon when a caregiver knocked on her door to say they were serving margaritas downstairs. She then pointed to a decorative sign displayed under plexiglass on her desk with the letters I-T-O-F-T-S. She often pointed to it when a knock on her door signaled an invitation to join in a sing-along or another social event. It stood for, I'm too old for this shit. Jan told me that she had never been a joiner and wasn't about to start now. She knew how she wanted to lead her life and realized how fortunate she was to be able to do so for so long. Some of our get-togethers also occurred at a nearby Starbucks. Jan loved being able to drive herself there atop Joey. Usually she arrived first and would claim a seat at an outdoor table. But on other occasions, when I was the first to arrive, I'd spot her whizzing through the parking lot, pedal to the metal, wind in her hair until she expertly negotiated the ramp and came to a full stop beside me. As much as Jan enjoyed having Joey transport her to various nearby locations, taking a car ride was also a treat. Is this an ice cream for lunch day? Jan would inquire in an email in anticipation of our afternoon visit. During the summer months, we made the rounds of various nearby ice cream stands. Now don't forget the styrofoam bowls, she was quick to remind me. Why don't you just keep a bag full of bowls in the trunk of your car? We had decided that even the kitty cup portions were generous enough to share. Black raspberry with chocolate sprinkles was our favorite. Whether we were in Jan's apartment or at Starbucks or having ice cream together, we never ran out of things to talk about. Jan liked to say that all she did was write, but I could tell she was thrilled with her discovery of poetry. She said writing poetry enabled her to explore her own mind in a manner that was both new and satisfying. She also loved having a project to work on, and she predicted that the sketchbooks I was now maintaining would also be a gratifying project. Jan was right. Eventually, my sketchbooks included writing, and my journals contained illustrations. Jan helped me to see that any creative endeavor coupled with continuous learning is the route to sustained happiness as we age. Jan and I were friends for three years until the day she died in her sleep, exactly two weeks after the publication of her final project, her second book of poems, which was entitled The Other Shoe. Even though Jan is no longer with us. I'm really fortunate to have her two books of essays about aging and two books of poetry. One was called 
Jelly Beans in Space, and the other called The Other Shoe. <laughs> 